Alright, what's going on everybody in Sharks territory? Welcome to another episode of the Shark City Podcast, official podcast of SharkCityHockey.com and proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network. Today we are doing a very special episode here this weekend. It's the NHL All-Star Weekend and the NHL All-Star Break gives us an opportunity to um, you know, step away from all the noise surrounding trade talks and draft projections and shift our focus on celebrating not only the best ever play in the league, but just in general, the sport of hockey. In tonight's episode, we'll dive into the San Jose Sharks All-Star history as we celebrate NHL All-Star Weekend in Shark City. And um, just for a quick preview of what's ahead, we'll talk about the first Sharks All-Star. And then we'll have a brief overview of the 90s, the Sharks 90s, All-Stars of the 90s. We'll go into some of the all-star coaching that San Jose have seen, um, their goaltending as well. We'll talk about the two times, well, more like three times San Jose was selected to host an NHL all-star game. And then we'll top off the program with the uh, Sharks with the most all-star game appearances and talk briefly about the 2023 NHL all-star um, Sharks, the Sharks 2023 NHL all-star player being Eric Carlson. All right, so let's jump right into it. Um, the first Sharks NHL All-Star. You got a couple seconds to guess who that is. All right, and there it is. Uh, for those of you who are watching a video version on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook, if you comment in the section, we have some fun tonight. Um, otherwise, for those of you who are listening to your favorite um, podcast platform, you know how they encourage you to check out the video. Both video and audio are going to be posted on sharkcityhockey.com. Uh, so for those of you who are watching the video, you already see it. For those of you listening to audio, the first Sharks, sounds like Sharks, first ever NHL All-Star in history is obviously Doug Wilson. This was in the 1992 NHL All-Star game. Uh, Doug Wilson, he played for the... My apologies right there. So I had myself a quick technical error. I unplugged my mic. Go figure. All right. So where was I? Uh, Doug Wilson was the first ever uh, Sharks player to represent in uh, to represent San Jose in the NHL All Star Game. He played for the Campbell Conference. That's how old school it was. So this was back in 1992. Uh, he had teammates such as future Sharks players, Ed Belfour. That's a joke, but it's serious. Uh, Vincent Donfus. He also played alongside some greats such as Steve Eiserman. Um, Al McKinnis, and obviously Brett Hull and Wayne Gretzky. In the Wales Conference, the teams that they played against, he played against the likes of Ray Bork, Yaman Yager, Mario Lemieux, Mark Messier, Patrick Waugh, Joe Sackett, and future Sharks. He was representing the Quebec Nordiques back then, Owen Nolan. All right, so once again, uh, thank you to everybody who um, stood with me while I had that brief um, audio hiccup there. But we're going to keep the program rolling. So right now we're talking about the first ever Sharks NHL All-Star. And obviously it's the first ever Sharks captain being Doug Wilson. 
Um, so they played that game. That was 1992. That was on a Saturday, January 18th, 1992. Uh, the Campbell Conference won 10 to 6. So they defeated the Wales Conference. So uh, Doug Wilson was on the winning side of things. And while we speak of Sharks legends, we're just going to briefly go year by year for the 90s. I'm also going to throw in the year 2000 in here because even though the game was played in 2000, it was technically for the 99-2000 season. So, you know, their selection to the All-Star game really went down in 99 to play in the 2000 All-Star game. But um, Sharks by year. So, um, 1992. Sounds like Sharks and Doug Wilson, as previously mentioned. In 93, Pat Falloon, who did not play, was selected along with Kelly Kisio. And um, the following year, uh, Sandis Ozelinch, artist Urbe. Um, that was 94. In 96, Olin Nolan. In 97, Tony Granato and Olin Nolan again. In 1998, or excuse me, 1999, Marco Sturm. And then in 2000, Olin Nolan. All right. So um, really quick here. So this NHL, quick little tidbit here. All right. So the San Jose Sharks have, since they've been in the league, since they've been born, since 1991-92, um, they have had a representative in every single NHL All-Star game that has occurred. Okay, um, really quick here. So there were a few games. Okay, obviously the pandemic most recently led to the cancellation of the 2021 NHL All-Star game. And um, as part of the NHL CBA, that's the collective bargaining agreement. Um, that expired back in 2014, by the way, uh, what I'm referring to. But the NHL agreed with the NHL Players Association to not hold an all-star game during Winter Olympic years. And pretty much that caused the cancellation of the games in 2006, 2010, and in 2014. Um, so with the exception of those years, the San Jose Sharks have had a player represent the team in every single all-star game with the exception of the what was it 48th the 48th all-time all-star game that was 1998 no sounds sharks were selected during the 1998 so that'll be 97 98 season so um moving forward into the 2000s all right so the 2001 uh vinnie dompus didn't play was selected for the sharks of getting the bock off and marcus ragnarsson how many y'all remember that name marcus ragnarsson defense um Dalfus would again uh so did Olin Olin and Timo Solani that was in 20 uh 2002 and 2003 Timo Solani was selected solo in 2004 Patrick Marlowe was selected that was a year he also became captain of Sounds like Sharks uh Jonathan Chichu Patty and Joe Thornton represented the team in 2007 in 2008 Nabokov and Thornton in 2009 Boyle Patrick Marlowe Tom McCollin, Joe Thornton, Dan Boyle, etc. Now, I will continue to go down this list, but as I am reading it, I'm realizing I'm starting to spoil. <laughs> I'm doing some spoilers here for the rest of the program. So we're going to step aside from um, breaking down every single one of the um, sharks that went down. That was supposed to be a brief review of the 90s, but I speed us up a little bit into this um, millennium. Anyways, uh, so... Moving forward in today's um, episode, by the way, if you're again, if you're joining on Twitter, 
on YouTube or on Facebook, by all means, uh, drop a comment and, um, you know, we'll have ourselves a little all-star weekend chat. Otherwise, just chill and enjoy the program. So um, here we go. Um, moving forward. What do I want to talk about next? Let's talk about let's talk about the games. How about we talk about the games? Does that makes sense. Let's talk about you know what? Let's talk about the all-star coaching. That sounds like a good spot to um to transition into. So we'll give much love to all the players and some more sharks all-star history coming up. But let's briefly talk about the all-star coaching. So for those of you who are unaware, and that's, a, by the way, a big reason why I'm doing this is because I know a lot of you are Sharks fans. A lot of you are new to Sharks hockey, and you chose one heck of a time to become a fan. But it's all good. Uh, you know, we got you here at Shark City Hockey. We're going to catch up to um, to all the history leading up to tomorrow's game. Well, you know, brief overview. overview. We'll do a dive. I don't know if we'll do a deep dive. We're not going to go into the depths of the Pacific here, but you know, we'll dive and we'll explore for sure. All right, so um, we're going to go into all-star coaching here. So the San Jose Sharks have had two coaches to ever be selected to the all-star game as, you know, obviously to be, you know, the bench boss. And that was Tom McCollin in 2009 and in 2012 and Peter DeBoer in 2017. Um, just to briefly go over the San Jose Sharks' um, record for that year, just to give you you know, comparison and of what the NHL considers an all-star coach, you know what I'm saying, for their, uh, you know, for the team record, that is. In 2009, when Todd McCollin was um, coaching Southie Sharks and he got selected to be the coach in the all-star game, um, his team finished uh, 53-18-11 and 11 with 117 points in the standings. Um Unfortunately, they lost in the quarterfinals that year. I don't want to talk about that one. That one was tough. If I'm not mistaken, that was when we were the President Trophy winning year, and I believe we lost in the first round to the Ducks. My memory might be a little off, so pardon me if that's incorrect. But um, back to all-star coaching here. Tom McCollin, he coached the South of the Sharks at 117 points in the standings. Again, that was 53-18 and 11 record. Um in 2012, when he was selected again for his second uh, NHL All-Star coaching stint with the San Jose Sharks, in 82 games he earned a 43-29 and 10 record, um, or he had he posted a 43-29 and 10 record, or more or less coached a team up to posting a 43-29 and 10 record uh, to earn 96 points in the standings. Unfortunately, that year it was another quarterfinal loss. Not going to talk about that any further. Peter DeBoer, more recently in 2017, he was selected, and that year the Sharks earned 100 points in the standings with the 45, 27, and 10 record. Peter DeBoer and the Jose Sharks lost in the second round of the playoffs. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. Um, interestingly enough, that. For those of you who are keeping score, or keeping track, um, that year, the last year that he was selected to um, coach for us in the All-Star, coach for the All-Star game as a San Jose Sharks head coach was two years following the uh, Stanley Cup 
All right, mic check one, two, just making sure everything's all good still. All right, cool. All right, so um, there we go. So for those of you who want to know, out of all the San Jose Sharks, um, out of all their head coaches, and I believe it's officially 10, I think it was supposed to be. Let me just make sure that's accurate. My bad. But out of all the head coaching uh, that some of these Sharks have had, out of all the coaches that they have had, only two of them have been selected to be a bench boss at the NHL All-Star game. Or another way of saying that is only two of them. So, yeah, 11. I was going to say, it was, it was. I thought it was 11 when Bob Booner was hired, but someone was kind of like on a technicality. wasn't necessarily an actual head coach. So out of the 11 head coaches in franchise history in the last 30 plus years, only two coaches have been set to the all-star game, uh, DeBoer and McCullen. All right. McCullen did it twice. All right. Um, so let's move on to the next segment here as again, um, we're celebrating NHL all-star weekend here in shark city. And, uh, we're just diving into the uh, history of the sound of the sharks right now. We're reminiscing, I guess is a better way of saying it on, you know, some all-star coaching and, you know, we got our hopes up here. We really do. Hopefully, you know, David Quinn will find himself as a bench boss of the NHL's greatest. You know, best best in the league, at least, you know, best during this time, you know, or our time. You know, hopefully he'll find himself selected to one of those games in the near future. Hopefully next season, because typically the bench bosses who are getting selected to these games are posting 100 points or more in the standings. Sounds like Sharks are th- fans are thirsty for that kind of results again. All right. Enough filibusting. Um, moving on. So we just discussed the first NHL All-Star for the San Jose Sharks, that being the first captain ever, Doug Wilson, the first player to bring some legitimacy to San Jose hockey, to be honest with you. Uh, we overviewed the stars of the 90s and the early 2000s, and now we talked about the coaching. So let's kind of talk about something a little bit more juicier here, and let's talk about some all-star goaltending, baby. That's right. So for those of you who are unaware, uh, the Sounds of Sharks have had three goaltenders to be selected to the NHL All-Star game in their franchise history. And the first one to do it was like wall, baby. <laughs> Arthurus Urbe back in 92. 92. Let me just make sure that's that's accurate. Why does that feel why does that not feel accurate? That is inaccurate. Whoever put that together is inaccurate. It's 1994. I'm to talk to my graphics department here. Uh 1994 with Sandis Ozalinch. I knew that right away because 92 is Doug Wilson. How dare you guys? Oh well, it's out there now. Uh Ignore the graphic. It was 1994. Artist Irby. For those of you listening to the podcast version, by the way, the audio version, you have nothing to worry about. But in 1994, Artist Irby became the first San Jose Sharks goaltender to represent Team Till in the NHL All-Star game. Um, so just for reference here, let's talk about um, his stats for that year. Um, by the way, the stats for uh, Doug Wilson... During the year he was selected in the NHL All-Star game for San Jose, were not that, um, were then not necessarily that, you know, sexy. I guess is for lack of a better term, they weren't that great. Pardon me, but um, 
we're going to go into artist Arturis Urbe now and all he's done for San Jose in that year as I scroll down my notes. Pardon me. All right. So, um, Arturis Urbe, 1994, San Jose Sharks' first NHL All Star goalie. That season, he played 4,412 minutes. I wanted to start off with that because that was the most he's played in his entire 13-year career. The most he's ever played in a single season in his entire 13-year career was with the Salzy Sharks in 1993-94, the year he was selected to represent San Jose in an NHL All-Star game. He played 74 games that season with... 30 wins, 28 losses, and, you know, 16, you know, we'll just combine them, ties and overtime losses, etc. But uh, they weren't victories, right? Long story short, though, um, impressive, impressive goaltending for an early club, you know, for um, how old was he at that time? I don't quite remember. You know, I should look that up. Anyways, uh, back to the point, though. Um, he had himself quite the standout year for San Jose and personally, like, I know a lot of you out there, a lot of you old time Sharks fans have some fond memories of Arturis Urbe. Um, he was 25 years old that no 26. There we go. 26 years old at that time. Uh, he was actually in the running for the, uh, Vesna trophy. But, I mean, in the running, meaning he was, like, fifth, in, like, overall in the ranking. But um, that was the type of year he had for us. And it was pretty amazing because it was early on, you know what I mean, the Sharks' early years. And uh, more importantly, it was that first season in San Jose at the San Jose Arena. And obviously, that's when the magic begun, right? That's when it began. Uh, the Sharks went on that first round in Game 7 to defeat the uh, Detroit Red Wings and sweep it. As a matter of fact... Um, I was listening to um, to Tara Sloan's podcast with Randy Hahn, most recently, The Undercurrent. And Randy Hahn was going into a, the story about how, um, you know, that moment, that big moment, that first year in San Jose, how, how it impacted, you know, this the Bay Area, you know, this whole entire region, and essentially put San Jose on the map. Because, uh, you know, before that, they weren't. Uh, necessarily hearing the city's names on like national broadcasts like ESPN, but don't don't let me tell a story. Hear it, hear it in his own words. It was actually a great listen. I highly recommend that. Um, but back to the point. Yeah. Um, for me, I I feel like, and I know you know I'm probably you know putting a little bit too much um, hype on this, but the fact that he played, um, you know, four thousand. Uh, 412 minutes, the most in his career during that season. To me, that's like it's amazing. Um, just just to be fair, he also he got close. He was like six minutes shy with Carolina, okay, and and about a hundred a uh, hundred uh, shy the season before. So he put up some minutes with the Hurricanes. I know a lot of uh, people have fond memory of him as a cane out there, um, but like. Like Brent Burns, he was a shark first, all right? So there it is. Arturis Urbe, the first San Jose Sharks goaltender, or the first San Jose Sharks goaltender, yes, to ever be selected to an NHL All-Star game. And despite what the graphic says, for those of you saying, uh, watching a video version, it was in 1994. 
going to talk to the graphics department after this. <laughs> My bad. All right. Um, so we're talking about goaltending, right? So that leads us to who else? Who else? John. Just kidding. Yevgeny Nabokov, baby. Yevgeny Nabokov was selected to the NHL All-Star game two times as a San Jose Shark. Two times. Okay. Um, in 2001 and again in 2008. In 2001, he played 66 games for the San Jose Sharks. This was 2000-2001 season. He was 25 years old, okay? Uh, this was like pretty much when he became the starter uh, in relief of Steve Shields. I still remember that fondly. That was... Anyways... Before we go, let's just focus on the topic at hand. So that season, he put, played 66 games, 32 victories, 21 losses, um, seven ties slash OTLs, all right? Um, he put up a save percentage of nine, uh, 91 point, or 0.915, pardon me, with the average of 2.19 goals against. All right, his goals against average. Um, in 2001, the first year he was selected, he actually won the Calder Memorial Trophy for the Rookie of the Year. He won the Calder for the Rookie of the Year that season. Um, in 2008, when he was 32 years old, so now you're talking seven years later, still with San Jose. Man, I really do miss the days we had franchise goaltending. But anyways, um, he was the Vesna Trophy runner-up in 2008. He was literally the runner-up. He was second. Um, he played 77 games that season. He started 76 games. <laughs> okay, so uh, he had 46 wins, 21 losses, uh, overtime in the OTLs and the ties are eight. He had a .910 save percentage for 2.14 goals against average. If I'm not mistaken, okay, now my memory might not be correct on this, so again, forgive it, but I'm almost certain that's the year the season in which he started this is 2007 2008 i think it was like 40 something consecutive games like 41 i think or 42 consecutive games like he literally started practically half of the entire season anyways um and he went to the all-star game that year so i thought that was pretty uh amazing now the last goaltender to ever represent the San Jose sharks in the NHL All-Star game, you guys might not even remember because of all the uh, shade that's kind of been thrown his way over the past couple of years. But the last netminder, the last shark to play in the crease at the NHL All-Star game was goaltender Martin Jones. Believe it or not, Martin Jones. He did it in 2017. He was 27 years old. He played 65 games, and he started every single one of those games for San Jose that season. He also had himself um, 35 victories. So, not, you know, pretty solid performance. Uh, 2.4 goals against average, so not quite as good as his uh, predecessors when they earned their all-star recognition. But, um, you know... He, yeah, 65 starts, 35 wins, 23 losses. Um, the ties and the OTLs are six. Um, yeah. 
pretty pretty solid net minding. Uh, he played 3,800 minutes on the dot that season. And that's probably as much Martin Jones loves of you all as, as you all want to hear in Martin Jones. Um, obviously, that was the season following the whole Stanley Cup uh, final campaign. So at that point, you know, I think a lot of these, um, a lot of the memories like following that season may be kind of, um, you know, overshadowed by everything that's kind of uh, gone down since. But nonetheless, Martin Jones is one of the Sharks goaltenders to represent, um, you know, San Jose in the All-Star game. All right, you know, I think right now is a pretty good time, you know, to pick up the tempo. Uh, but we'll do so after taking a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about the uh, NHL All-Star Game being hosted at the city of San Jose. Uh, we're talking about the three times San Jose was selected to host an All-Star Game. Um, we're going to talk about the Sharks with the most All-Star appearances. And then, of course, we'll show some love to EK65, this year's All-Star um, All-Star participant, All-Star selectee, NHL Shark, you know, over there out in uh, Sunrise, Florida right now. All right. I'm Aaron James. Thank you all for uh, sticking with me so far at the top of the hour. Um, this is the Shark City Podcast for February 3rd, 2023. It's All-Star Weekend in Sharks territory. We're celebrating here by reminiscing and kind of, you know, um, diving, doing a deep dive into the um, South Sharks franchise history, specifically when it comes to the NHL All-Star game. We'll be right back here on the Shark City Podcast. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Opt in and place a same game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time pretty unrealistic. And how often do those big changes come with big price tags? I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be a part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. I love using my everyday earbuds to stay up to date with my favorite podcasts as well as chime in on live broadcasts when I'm taking my pup on a walk. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that'll last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yep, Raycon's start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair in a spare and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. 
and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. You know what gets me hyped about my Raycon is that their custom gel tips are perfect and the most comfortable in-ear fit. And from when I'm at work and I want to zone in and be productive, the noise isolation definitely helps. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com THPN. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Shark City Podcast. Thank you for uh, taking a moment to listen to our pals over there. Um, so I'm Aaron James. This is the official podcast of SharkCityHockey.com. Proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network. If you're joining us late, if you're just joining us right now live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, we're just pretty much celebrating NHL All-Star Weekend here in Sharks territory. And we're doing so by revisiting um, some of the history, you know, some of the former coaches, uh, coaches, players. We're about to get into the former events and, uh, you know, all, all that jazz. Everything Sharks history revolving around the NHL All-Star Game. Um, so thank you for those of you who have been watching from top of the hour. And welcome to those of you who are joining us now. And, of course, much love and appreciation to everybody listening to us on your favorite podcast platform. All right, so let's get into it. Why don't we? The San Jose Sharks have been selected to three to host, excuse me, to host the NHL All-Star Games three times in their history, believe it or not. Um, technically twice. We've hosted it twice, but we've been selected for three years. And I'll tell you why. In 1995, the San Jose Sharks were originally supposed to host the NHL All-Star Game. All right, this is 1995. Um, this, if you're watching the video version, you are staring at what was supposed to be the logo for that year. Okay, now we spoke in earlier about how the pandemic led to the cancellation of the 2021 NHL All-Star Game. And part of the NHL CBA with the NHL Players Association um, that what I'm referring to expired in 2014. Um, they had agreed to not hold an All-Star Game during the Winter Olympic years. So there was no All-Star Game in 2006, 2010, and 2014. Well, there also wasn't a game in 1995. That was because the scheduled NHL All-Star Game in San Jose, California at the San Jose Arena in 1995 was canceled due to the owner's lockout. All right, so what that pretty much meant, and when the news broke, it wasn't like... Um, there, it wasn't like San Jose immediately lost that all-star game. That all-star game was hosted, I believe, by Boston the following year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, however, when it was announced that the Sharks uh, all-star game was canceled because of the lockout, it was also announced that it was rescheduled for 1997. So San Jose and their new arena in downtown had to wait a couple more years to finally host its NHL All-Star game. 
And that went down on Saturday, on Saturday, January 18th, 1997 at the San Jose Arena. Since then, in 2019, the San Jose Sharks hosted the NHL All-Star Game at the SAP Center at San Jose. That went down Saturday, January 26th of 2019. All right, so in 1997, the first NHL All-Star Game, most of us Sharks fans uh, have this memory. It's synonymous with Owen Nolan scoring his hat trick. Okay, obviously he was representing the Sharks and he did so in such a tremendous fashion by literally, um, you know, pointing to where he was going to net the puck on Dominic Hasek, one of the league's best. Uh, so that went down in front of 17,422 fans, pardon me, at the San Jose Arena, as it was called back in the day before it had corporate uh, sponsorship. Uh, the Eastern Conference did win that game against the Western Conference, which was stacked, by the way. Uh, the captain of that game was Wayne Gretzky. Okay, so Wayne Gretzky was the captain of the Western Conference All-Stars in 1997 at the NHL All-Star Game in San Jose. Um, but the Eastern Conference won 11 to 7. Uh, fast forward to uh, 2019, the San Jose Sharks in, on January 26, 2019, San Jose Sharks um, then hosted it at the SAP Center in front of 17,562 um, fans. So, will San Jose Sharks ever host another All Star game? Well, San Jose is going to get one, that's for sure. Uh, the Barracuda, are uh, they'll be taking part, I believe, in next seasons. But uh, who knows? Time will tell. It took about, what is that? One, two, three. Uh, it took almost 20-something years, a little over 20 years, about 22, 20 so, 23 years or so, for the games to return here in the Bay Area. Um I hope that they come back sooner. Honestly, I was this tempted to go fly out to Florida for the weekend. Uh, but just to be real and a quick little reaction to what's going down in, um, you know, today's skills competition. Is that even hockey? <laughs> Is that even hockey? I mean, they're trying to like infuse golf and surfboards and happy Gilmore. And I don't know if it worked. I mean, it made for a show. They even had WWE there. Whenever WWE shows up a sporting event, I'm always sus. And that's all I'll say. Um, but yeah, I really do hope that the San Jose Sharks are able to host um, an NHL All-Star game. And I hope it happens at this building here in downtown San Jose. Just to, you know, be exact with, um, you know, hopefully... I don't even want to entertain that. We're not even getting that. Today's all about the All-Star, baby. All right, so let's move on. So that right there was the uh, three times that the San Jose Sharks were selected to host an NHL All-Star game. Um, technically, we, I mean, it was only twice. We've, we were only selected to host it twice. But um, it happened to play out on three separate years or three separate occasions, if you will. Okay, uh, just checking my notes here to see what we're going on. All right, I guess it's time. Without further ado, let's jump into it, baby. Uh, so the San Jose Sharks, um, we were talking about at the top of the program, um, some of the Sharks that have done it from the 90s to the 2000s. And then we kind of broke off a little bit into like the, you know, 
the late 2000s leading up to you know where we are now 2023 because i didn't want to spoil the rest of the program but now we are going to go into the sounds of sharks with the most all-star game appearances but before we do that i want to say this okay only seven different Salzy Sharks players have been selected to the NHL All-Star Game in the last 10 years. Only seven different players in the last 10 years. Does anyone want to guess who? Does anybody want to guess who? Logan Couture, Tomas Hurdle, Timo Meyer, Brent Burns, Eric Carlson, Joe Pavelski, and Martin Jones. Um, ironically enough, so Logan Couture was selected twice, but he only played in one of them because he was injured in 2020. And that was the only time Tomas Hurdle was ever elected or ever appeared in an NHL All-Star game in relief for Captain Logan Couture. Um, and yeah, he was memorable for scoring five goals and um, wearing a Justin Bieber mask. But enough on that. Let's talk about um, the Sharks with the most All-Star Game appearances. Now, I'm just gonna be straight up, uh, straightforward with you guys. Okay, there have been plenty of Sharks players worth mentioning to you know be All Stars. For example, um, Dan Boyle, Jonathan Chichu. Um, let's see, um, Vinny Danfus. Um, sorry, my apologies. I'm getting my, um, uh, my train of thought here lost, uh, back to the point. Most of these players, they've only done it twice. All right. Once or twice. So this list that I'm about to go into these five players that I'm about to highlight have done it at a minimum three times. They have been selected to NHL all-star game at a minimum three times as a San Jose shark. So first and foremost, um, we're going to kind of start with the earliest leading up to now. Um, obviously the greatest San Jose Shark player ever, Mr. San Jose Shark himself, Patrick Marlowe. So again, we're reminiscing on NHL All-Star history here, and this is kind of like a NHL All-Star Sharks history 101 for some of you new fans for sure. Uh, so Patty Marlowe was selected to three NHL All-Star games as a San Jose Shark. That was in 2004, his first year as a team captain, 2007, and in 2009. All right, so... Um, obviously, you already know what's ahead of us. We are going to take a look into Patty Marlowe's um, year, his seasons, the years he was selected, um, or his stats during the seasons he was selected to represent the Sharks at the NHL All-Star Game. All right, so um, starting off in 2004, I mean, that was such a memorable year. Such a memorable year, not just for uh, Patty Marlowe, but Sharks hockey. I mean, obviously, Patrick Marlowe, um, he was the third captain that season. They were rotating captains, or fourth, pardon me. So, for those of you who need a quick little um, update here, after Olin Nolan was selected in 2002, spoiler alert for what's coming up, as the uh, NHL All-Star game, um, that was the last season he did it. That was the last season he was a Sharks captain. He obviously was traded away. In 2003-2004, the San Jose Sharks had um, Ron Wilson as a head coach. He was already hired, and he kind of uh, took over previously. But um, Ron Wilson was the head coach of the San Jose Sharks, and we had no captain. 
we had just came off of a season of trading uh, Olin Nolan to the Toronto Maple Leafs, I believe it was. Yes, for Alan McCauley and um, I forgot who else. Anyways, the only reason why Alan McCauley sticks out to me so much is because they literally gave him the captaincy. I mean, that's just insane. That's insane. Anyways. So, I digress. Um, back to the point. So that season, Sunday Sharks did not have, um, you know, a standout, standalone leader. So they rotated the captaincy. It went to um, Mike Ritchie at first, and then Vinny Donfus, and then Alan McCauley, until it finally made its way to Patrick Marlowe, where it stayed for years, for years, until he was stripped of it. And I believe they gave it to Rob Blake, which is another, like, what? Why? Why is the career LA King wearing the captaincy? Can you tell me why you decided to do that? Two-time NHL All-Star coaching Todd McCollin. Anyways, um, let me get back to the man at the hour here. That's Patrick Marlowe. Uh, but yeah, that season, all that to say is that Patrick Marlowe became the captain in 2004. And in that season, he was also selected to be an NHL All-Star. Uh, in 2003-2004, Patrick Marlowe played 80 games for the San Jose Sharks. He played more than that because that was a year they went to the Western Conference Final for the first time in franchise history. Unfortunately, they got eliminated by Jerome McGinley and their former head coach, Daryl Sutter, and their former goaltender, Mika Kiprasov. It still stings to this day, I'm not going to lie. Honestly, I feel like that was probably one of the, like, you know, um, uh, I digress. But I feel like that was one of the stronger teams the Sharks had to actually go to distance. So it is what it is. Um, it was just one of those series where we couldn't get a win at home. And it just so happened that it, it was literally like two two losses in San Jose and two losses in Calgary. Or excuse me, two losses in San Jose, two wins in Calgary, that series. Then Calgary, of course, they win in San Jose. And then Euro just hoping, just hoping that the trend continued and San Jose could win that game six and force a game seven. It didn't happen. Um, and, you know, it was close. It was close. If you want some more details on that, actually head over to sharkcityhockey.com because we have a dope little video on it that we made a few years back in a title 2003-2004 San Jose Sharks. You can find it on YouTube as well. Um, all right. So Patrick Marlowe. In 2003-2004, just to repeat it, uh, he put up 28 goals, 29 assists for 57 points in 80 games. This guy was scoring hat-tricks on a regular basis in the postseason. This was his. This was one of my favorite Patrick Marlowe years. It wasn't shortly after that he was named like Mr. San Jose, or like, you know, like the man of the year in San Jose. I, I got to find that newspaper. I had it in the Mercury News. Anyways, um, in 2007... Uh, he returned representing San Jose Sharks at, a, at the uh, NHL All-Star Game. Uh, he played 77 games, put up 32 goals, 46 assists for 78 points that season. All right. He was, you know, playing some good hockey. <laughs> these were, these were, man, these were the, the prime years. It is a real shame that we couldn't get this guy a cup. But you know what? We're going to hang his jersey into the rafters and, like, less than like like 20 something days baby all right like in three weeks uh, that's the place to be sharks fans anyways moving on 
in 2009. He played 76 games, got 38 goals, 33 assists for 71 points. Um, yeah. Patty, we love you. Cannot wait to see you c compete in the Legends game. Cannot wait to see your jersey hang in the rafter. I hope they put it somewhere in the middle of the arena or they better. I don't know where you're going to put it, but we better be able to see it and better not be hidden from a section of the fan base or a portion of the fan base at the tank because of that big old screen. Okay. Not knocking it. I'm just simply saying if I can't see it, if you're going to put it like next to, it would make no sense in my opinion to put it next to the divisional titles the banners for you know the times we were pacific division champions and western Con that would make no sense to me it should either be on the other side of the building or in display in the middle like right there above your setter hung video screen anyways i don't know how y'all gonna do it and, and it's gotta be it's gotta be a big banner in my opinion it cannot be no baby banner okay it's gotta be a banner that like stands out from the rest the only banner that should be bigger than Patrick Marlowe's jersey uh, retirement or his jersey number or any Sharks player's jersey number for that matter because, you know, we have some guys lining up next, right? Um, Jumbo, he's lingering around in San Jose. I'm sure in due time. But back to the point. The only banner should be bigger than both of those should be the Stanley Cup banner when we finally get one. Now, moving on. <laughs> um, we're going to be moving on. So, the... Uh, three players in the history of San Jose Sharks have been selected to the NHL All-Star Game three times, okay? Um, so, Patty Marlowe is obviously one of them. Who wants to guess who the next one is? All right. Well, if you haven't by now, it is obviously Jumbo Joe Thornton. Jumbo Joe Thornton has represented San Jose Sharks in the NHL All-Star Game on three occasions, and he did it three consecutive years in a row, 2007, 2008, and 2009. Um, man. Joe Thorne, enough cannot be said. I'll be real with you. A little sidebar here for those of you who play NHL EA Sports. I mean, I assume some of you still, especially Sharks fans out there, play NHL EA Sports. I'm sure some of you do. After all, the Sharks just created a whole new account and a whole new like uh, campaign specifically for those who like to game it up. All right. Um, I like to game it up. But all that to say is back in the day. All right. Back in 2000, NHL 2004. All right. Or for those of you who want to really go back, you know, NHL, um, well, um, excuse me, ESPN, NHL, 2K, 2K5. Wow. Anyways, uh, th those are the days. 20 buck video game for one of the best hockey games in a while. Uh, but you know what? NHL Sports, they really stepped their their uh, their hockey game up. And they had to because during that time, um, NHL 2K was still producing video games. So they... And during those years when they were still producing video, video games, the NHL franchise was was lit. I think like one occasion they won like twenty two plus awards. I remember those those um, you know the uh, the two thousand tens to like the early two thousand to two thousand tens. Those NHL games were fire. But anyways, as I kind of drift on a little um, 
rants here are a tangent. My apologies. Tend to do that. Tend to have some tilt tangents on this podcast. Um, I used to trade for Joe Thorne back when he was a Bruin, baby. And then it happened in real life. I remember I remember to this day when it happened. And um, I remember because I was floating. I can't tell you where, but I was floating out there in the middle of the ocean on board of USS Princeton, baby. Um, so it was just like, wow. It was one of those things where it's like, you know, um, fantasy hockey becomes reality. But in 2006 and 2007, this was his... Um, this was his year where um, he put up 114 points so um this was the following season so the following season so when he was in san jose when he arrived at san jose um he ended the season with 92 points he obviously played 58 games because we acquired him in a trade um so he played 58 games in san jose instantly improved him but the following season 2006 2007 that's when he was the mvp art uh you know the r ross trophy uh, art ross trophy winner my apologies um you know, he, he won trophies for most points, most assists, etc. So he put up 22 goals, 92 assists, 114 points. I remember just a 10 year old training cards that they had for Joe Thorne. I think I still have mine somewhere put away. But yeah, what an amazing year. An amazing year. Those first three years, Jumbo Joe Thornton was on fire, man. Those first three years in San Jose. Um, so, you know, really quick, just for... um. Actually, we'll we'll do year by year, and then we'll compare those those three years, the production that he had. Um, so, of uh, the following year in two thousand six, two thousand seven, he played a, a full eighty two games with San Jose. He put up, um, excuse me, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. He played a full eighty two games with San Jose. He put up ninety six points, uh, twenty nine goals, sixty seven assists. All right, um, he had a plus minus of eighteen. The following season, a plus minus of twenty four. The first season in San Jose, a plus minus of 31. He wasn't selected to the All-Star game that season. Or, excuse me, he, he wasn't representing the Sharks in the All-Star game that season. Um, But, yeah, in 2007, 2008, 2009, he did so. And um, in 2009, so this 2008, 2009, as we uh, celebrate Joe uh, Jumbo Joe Th- Thornton's all-star season since San Jose. My apologies. Uh, another 82 games. Okay, so... Um, let me see if I'm doing my math here right. Two, one... Yeah, so he played 81 games total for in 2005-2006. He had 125 points all together between what he did with Boston and what he did in San Jose. That's crazy. But um, when he was solely ours, when he was just San Jose is alone in 2007 or 2006 and in 2007, those first three years, 2006 or 2006, 2007, 2007, 2008 and 2008, 2009, pardon me. But in those three seasons, those three seasons in which he was elected an NHL All-Star, Joe Thornton put up 296 points in those three seasons. 296 points. (laughs) A bulk of those came on assists. 220 assists, 76 goals. He did that in 246 games. The three All-Star years. Jumbo Joe Thornton was on fire. And those three seasons that he was selected to All-Star Game, believe it or not, were the only 
three seasons that he consecutively made it to the All-Star Game were the only three seasons that he played consecutively in his career the entire 82-game schedule. Anyways, um, so once again, if you're joining us late on Twitter, YouTube, or on Facebook, I am Aaron James. This is the Shark City Podcast, Season 2, Episode 25. We are celebrating NHL All-Star Weekend here in Sharks Territory, specifically by revisiting and kind of reminiscing on Sharks history, their coaching, their player, uh, their players, um, so and um, and you know the times that they've hosted uh, the NHL All Star Game. Anyways, everything's and it's all NHL All Star Game theme all day, all night. Everything NHL All Star. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, um, so right now we're speaking about or we're, we're talking about the um, the five sharks with the most All Star appearances. So there's a three way tie for three being selected to three. We've had um, plenty of of um sharks players that made it to two or at least one nhl all-star game while wearing teal but right now we're covering the top five and the minimum is a three or more so um we just talked about marlo and thornton they are the first two or three so who wants to guess who number three is who's the third shark to make three nhl all-star game appearances here's a big biggest clue is appropriate so he is the final member of the big three the big three of course salze was considered to be patrick marlowe joe thornton and of course joe pavelski joe pavelski represented salze sharks in the nhl all-star game in 2016 2017 and in 2019 Everyone's favorite as San Jose Shark. They called him Captain America. Um, obviously, in 2019, his last time, his last tenure, his last year here in San Jose, um, when the Sharks hosted their last NHL All-Star game, most recently here. I was there, by the way. Amazing experience. Amazing experience. Um, I almost forgot I was there, to be honest with you, uh, because how do I say? I don't want to say I almost forgot I was there. I think a couple of um, weeks ago, I almost forgot that Carlson was there as well. That's what I meant to say. But yes, back to the story. Um, Joe Pavelski, one of the famous stints that they did, Carlson and Brent Burns included, was take that selfie at the uh, at the Shark Tank at the All-Star Game um, skills competition, I believe it was. Or was it the All-Star Game? Uh, pardon my memory. But yeah, that was one of the um, one of the, the highlight moments of um, Joe Pavelski's um, All-Star um, selection here going down in San Jose as well. Anyways, um, moving, moving on to his stats. So we're going to cover Joe Pavelski's stats here um, for his three seasons that he was selected to the NHL All-Star Game. Now, obviously, as um, those of you who could see or those of you who remember what I said, uh, Joe Pavelski, uh, he made it back-to-back. So in 2016 and 2017, he did a consecutive years 
Um, and then, you know, there's a little gap in between and then he made it to 2019 as well. Um, I don't want to say he was injured. He may have been perhaps in 2018 during that time, but I could be wrong. I don't think that's accurate. So I take it back. All right. Going through his stats. So that year he played 81 games that year being 2000, um, actually 2015, 2016, he played 82 games. He played a whole entire season. Uh, he had 38 goals, 40 assists, 78 points. Okay. Um, we're going to fast track his um, next season, in which was 2016-17. He was selected to All-Star Game. He played 81 games that year with 29 goals, 39 assists, and 68 points. Um, and then his last season in San Jose, his last season um, representing us in the All-Star Game as well. He was 34 years old. And um, he played 75 games for the Sharks that year, 38 goals, 26 assists, 64 points. Um, unfortunately, he finished the season at a negative four that year. Um, previously, he was at uh, plus minus 11 and plus minus 25 for 17 and 16. Um, so, yeah, um, the big three, Joe Pavelski, Joe Thornton, and Patrick Marlowe are the three Sharks tied at third <laughs> all the threes baby um right it's just stacking and stacking um for for um third most selection oh, yeah tied at third for most nhl all-star games as a sign of the sharks at three apiece bam i was able to get through and spit it out all right moving along moving along so those are the three sharks players who have been selected to three games Avs, Patty, Jumbo. Only one San Jose Sharks player has been selected four times while a San Jose Shark. Anyone want to know who that is? I'll give you a moment to guess. All right. The only San Jose Sharks to be selected to the NHL All-Star Game for four seasons the only player to represent San Jose in the NHL All-Star Game was Olin Nolan for four times as a San Jose Shark. I don't know if I delivered that properly, but you get the point. Olin Nolan did it four times, baby. Probably arguably one of the best captains in the entire franchise history. And for some reason, his number is constantly in circulation. Anyways, um, Olin Nolan... Owen Nolan, most famously again, was 1997 in San Jose, in which he scored his hat trick and he literally told Dominic Hasek where he was going to put it on that third goal. Um, I mean, it doesn't get any more like um, amazing or memorable than that. Anyways, um, so in that, let's visit his numbers quickly here. So in 1996, uh, when he was selected to the All-Star Game with San Jose, um, he did play for Colorado the 95-96 years, but he only played uh, nine games, okay? So uh, his totals for that season, he had 69 points, 36 assists, 33 goals, and 81 games. But what he did for San Jose specifically, he played 72 games, 29 goals, 32 assists for 61 points. Uh, so a bulk of the work 
went down to San Jose. Obviously, he only played nine games that season as an Avalanche, his final year um, with the Colorado Avalanche, which ironically was their first year as the Colorado Avalanche. They were the Quebec Nordiques before. Um, but yeah, Olin Nolan, first year as a San Jose Shark, and he's already in the NHL All-Star game. All right. Obviously, the second season as a San Jose Shark um, was that great NHL 1997 NHL All-Star Game hat trick that went down in his own building at the San Jose Arena, as it was called back then. Um, in 2000, in 2000, so 1999-2000, this is when Olin Nolan, in my opinion, was really starting to shine as a star. I mean, the following year... Um, you know, he led his team in the year, so in 1999-2000, in okay, so that was the year, not the following year, that was the season he led his San Jose Sharks, who barely made it into the playoffs, all right? They grinded their way into the eighth overall seed in the Western Conference um, Stanley Cup playoffs. And what ended up happening was they eliminated the league's best team. The number one rated St. Louis Blues, who were led by Chris Pronger. I mean, every Sharks fan knows the name Chris Pronger. I mean, this guy, anytime the puck um, touched his stick, it was Boo Birds, baby. Like, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um,. So back to the point. I, I just remember that series that year, two thousand. I mean, he went and he represented the Sharks that year. We'll get into the stats in a minute, but that year he, um, my goodness, he um, he scored that that half that half rink shot, that half rink goal past Roman Turek, and he did it to um, to what's it called um, you know, to put us up. Like that was essentially the game winner. That was an amazing year. And then and then, you know, following that, he's on the cover of NHL two thousand and one, Olin Nolan. Um, so back to the point. You know, those are some great times in Sharks history. Um, uh, so in two thousand, Olin Nolan played seventy eight games. He put up forty four um goals, forty assists for eighty four points. Um, that was his best productive year um in San Jose, period. Um so yeah, it, it was amazing. Um, and then his last year, his last season in San Jose, he played 35 games, 23 goals, 43 assists, 66 points. He finished the season with a plus minus of seven, uh, positive seven that is. And um, yeah, the rest is history. So Olin Nolan is the only San Jose Shark to ever represent the team in the NHL All-Star Game four times in franchise history. All right, so who wants to guess who is the number one? Who wants to guess who is the number one? Who is the San Jose Shark with the most NHL All-Star Game appearances? Who would like to guess? I'll give you a quick moment. A quick moment to think. Here's a clue. He obviously has more than Owen Nolan at four. And he did it. For five consecutive seasons in a row. 
That's that's the hint right there. That's the clue, baby. Unfortunately, he's no longer a San Jose Shark as of this season, but the San Jose Shark with the most NHL All-Star game appearances is none other than Brent Burns. Uh, Brent Burns obviously was part of that memorable selfie in San Jose where they wore those uh, black and white um, jerseys, NHL All-Star jerseys that were made of recycled materials, recycled plastics that were like, you know, taken out of the ocean and, you know, repurposed as an NHL sweater. Um, but also he was uh, pretty memorable for donning the Wookiee mask, the Chewbacca master in the NHL All-Star uh, skills competition. So, um, you know, Brent Burns, he had a, he gave us a lot of memories. Um, I want to briefly cover each one of his seasons in which he was selected as a um, NHL All-Star for the San Jose Sharks. In uh, 2014-2015, at the age of 29, he played 82 games. He had 60 points with 17 goals, 43 assists. The following season, 2015-2016, as a 30-year-old, he played a full season again, 82 games, 27 goals, 48 points, uh, 48 assists, pardon me, 75 points. In 2016-2017, when he won the Norris Trophy, he was 31 years old. He again played 82 games. 29 goals, 47 assists for 76 points. In 2017-2018, when he was 32, he played 82 games, got 12 goals, 55 assists for 67 points. And for his fifth consecutive NHL All-Star Game selection in 2018-2019, as a 33-year-old, again, he played a full 82-game season, for 16, uh, scored 16 goals, put 67 assists for a total of 83 points. Brent Burns was probably the biggest, literally the biggest San Jose Shark to ever be selected. Or, you know, the biggest San Jose Shark all-star in franchise history is the best way of saying it. I'll just put it that way. All right. So, um, from the years 2000, from those seasons, 2015 to 2019, Brent Burns played 410 games, scored 101 goals, collected 260 assists for a total of 361 points. All right. <laughs> Anyways, um, you know, he put up some numbers, baby. Uh, his total time on ice was 10,252 minutes, averaging about 25 minutes a game in those five seasons with the San Jose Sharks um, while he was so five consecutive seasons of being selected to the NHL All-Star game. Let me clarify there. All right. So that leads us pretty much to the end of our program here as we are going to celebrate, of course, how can we have this whole entire NHL All-Star celebration podcast episode without talking about the San Jose Sharks' current representative at the NHL All-Star game. And that is none other than EK65, Eric Carlson, probably the best defenseman in the league right now, probably going to win the Norris Trophy, projected to have a 100-point season. I mean, he's going to have, what, three Norris Trophies in the case by the end of this? But nonetheless... Congratulations, Eric Carlson. Uh, he had some pretty good moments today at the All-Star Skills Competition. 
he said he wasn't going to compete in it, but he showed up. He was there with his daughter. Uh, made made great for you know um you know for some TV time. Made made great for some wholesome content in Sharks territory. Um, but yes, um, in 2019 when he first represented San Jose Sharks, <laughs> this is amazing. Um, he played 53 games. All right. I know some of you Sharks fans out there are like, ah! Okay. He played 53 games. This was his first season, by the way, in which he was um, playing with the San Jose Sharks. In, so 2018-2019, first season of San Jose, 28 years old. He played 53 games. He had three goals, 42 assists for 45 points. Okay. Um, the You know, the following couple of years... We could only just wonder what if, what if he was to stay healthy? What if he didn't require surgery? What if this, what if that, it doesn't matter. All right. All we know is this, the first year in San Jose, he went to an NHL all-star game. The past couple of years have been rough surgery and injury ridden. But now that he's fully at health, he is back in the NHL all-star game. Right now, Eric Carlson in 2002, excuse me, 2022 and 2023, this season, he has played 51 games. He has 16 assists, excuse me, 16 goals, 50 assists for a whopping 66 points. Unfortunately, he still found a way to post up a negative two on a plus minus chart, but it is what it is. Um, as of right now, he has a total, he's just two minutes shy of 1,300 total um Total on ice, total minutes on ice. He's averaging 25 minutes, 28 seconds a game. Um, again, I mean, he's blocked. He, he's he's stepping up everywhere. He's put the body on 24 times. He's hit people. So 24 hits this season. He's taken the puck away 46 times. He has blocked 56 shots. Um, I mean, let's go, let's break it down. His um, assists. This season, he has 36 even strength assists. Okay. I mean, his shooting percentage is 12.2. He has 131 shots. Um, and he has um, 131 shots on a total of 322 shot attempts. Okay. So I could go on breaking down what... What a year Eric Carlson is having, um, but you you already know, baby. You know he's he's the number one defensive um, and maybe even the number one player at this point in the league, and it's going to be amazing to watch what he's going to do in Sharks territory in the, in the next uh, few weeks. And I say it like that specifically because, you know, the trade deadline is coming up in March. And as I mentioned, we're celebrating. We're not going to talk about trade noise. We're not going to talk about draft picks on this episode. But all I will say is this, is I hope to see Eric Carlson continue to put up the numbers, continue to, you know, um, bring the same production night in and night out, continue to rack up the points tally here and, um, you know, win a Norris trophy and bring it to San Jose. I would love to see that. Um, so what I'd love to see more though, in the very near future is tomorrow's NHL all-star game. Um, I believe they're going to pair up Eric Carlson with, um, Connor McDavid. So 
you know, you're going to see two guys that are essentially battling it out for the league MVP, right? <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll, we'll see how that, how that all shake outs, but they're going to be teammates, um, tomorrow. So, um, thank you to everybody. That right there was a shark city podcast for February 3rd, 2023. It's, all-star weekend here in sharks territory we were talking about the first sharks all-star being doug wilson a brief overview of the sharks all-stars from the 90s and the 2000s we went over the all-star coaching that the San Jose sharks has witnessed in franchise history including the all-star net mining the three goaltenders arturis urbe evgeny nabokov martin jones three goalies to represent sharks in an all-star game and then we talked about the five sharks with the most all-star appearances and of course this year's all-star representative in the pacific division for San Jose sharks eric carlson i am aaron james i'm going to say good night to everybody in sharks territory now and thank you once again if you're watching on youtube twitter and on facebook and also another huge shout out and much love to everybody that's listening to this program on their favorite podcast platform. I'm Aaron James. This has been the Shark City Podcast, Season 2, Episode 25. The Shark City Podcast is the official podcast of SharkCityHockey.com. You can follow Shark City Hockey across social media at Shark City Hockey. Shark City Hockey is also a proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Aaron James, and I'm signing off for this weekend. Um... After the break is over, you know, the games are going to get rolling on again. Uh, some of the Sharks are going to be on a road trip before they come back home. Uh, if you want some more details on the month of February, check out the previous episode. All of our previous episodes can be found at SharkCityHockey.com. Once again, I'm Aaron James. Good night to everybody in Sharks territory. Enjoy your NHL All-Star Weekend. And to everybody who may not be a San Jose Sharks fan, but is enjoying this program, thank you. Don't be shy. Subscribe. Smash that like button, smash the retweet button, share it, whichever social media platform you're on, you know, sh show some love. Well, appreciate it. Really, really thank you to everybody who's been, um, you know, enjoying and supporting this, uh, this program for its second season now. And that is it. Y'all have a rest of a uh, great rest of your night. Um, TGIF baby. It's Friday. Can't wait for the weekend. Um, going to be cozy. It's going to be, um, cuddling up because we have some rain here in San Jose, but it's all good. Um, so again, till next time, everybody have a great rest of your evening. And as always, let's go Sharks.